What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn sales. Episode 281, kid. Yes, 281. I know I forgot to mention this last week. Happy belated anniversary because we went right into the Bears debacle and um the Bears had just lost, but this week has been since Thursday since they got their ass whipped by Washington. So I said, we just, I'll do it now since I forgot. Once we started talking about the Bears, it derailed the whole podcast after that. <laughs> so happy belated anniversary then, kid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Got to get that out there. Yeah. And um, as far as this weekend goes, it's um, the sweetest day. Is it a real holiday? <laughs> real or not? <laughs> real or Hallmark? Yeah. <laughs> this weekend, my lady, lady took me out Saturday to dinner the sweetest day and then we started doing our own research about the origins of sweetest day and um we couldn't find anything that says how it became a holiday where the women celebrate men it's like when did that become a thing but i already knew that sweetest day wasn't a national holiday it's like you and so only in like around these parts like chicago detroit like it's like <laughs> only around these parts kid is sweetest day because if you look um like, I remember years ago on the radio, it was a West Coast cat that was in the studio. It's when I was hanging out with Mike Love and the Diz at GCI. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. this dude from the West Coast in the studio, and he had no idea what that was. And it happened to be honest. He's like, what's that? <laughs> dude had no idea. It's like in the 90s. Like, we looked at like the origin of Sweetest Day was from like, well, basically, um, Somebody was giving candy to like the less fortunate. Like it was like right, right, right. I saw that. Yeah, sweetest day because like yeah, to give the bro the poor motherfuckers candy. <laughs> That's what. Like how did how did you get from that to like oh this is where women take the guys? So we couldn't find that anywhere. <laughs> so I still don't know the origins of that tradition. But sweetest day was always kind of a fake holiday. This is probably only the second time in my life I've actually done anything on sweetest day. <laughs> yeah. But much appreciated for the lady. Oh, yeah. Definitely appreciate We had a good time. Yeah. Enjoyed a little seafood. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. always nice. Yeah. Warm seafood. Um uh, yeah. With that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh we actually went to a party yesterday for um well for Sweetest Day. Like we went, it ended up having to fall that same time. Um, a longtime family friend, um, they retired, uh, and we went to their retirement party. Uh, Miss Givens, yeah. So okay, yeah. I was gonna say who was yeah. this friend? I remember the Givens, yeah. So. Yeah, so like uh her yeah. girls threw her a party and yo of course with mom, you know. <laughs> so our, our mom and their mom have known each other what over 30 years or something. Like 35 <laughs> years. It's a really long time, really, really, really long time. And so you, it was a nice you were close to one of the girls, like that's why you were invited, and I wasn't because I, I kind of knew the givens, but not like that. <laughs> Where you were like your homies, but like one of the girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was really nice, though. It was a good celebration. I had celebration measures. <laughs> <laughs> had a good time, but I mean, it's always nice seeing like. People celebrate like these different milestones and seeing them go to a new chapter. Like I love seeing, I love being around celebratory things. I love being around positive energy. I love being around happy occurrences because anything negative, I'm just like, now I'm just like, I don't want it. I don't want it in my life. I don't want it looming over me. 
I like seeing people Chris happy. There, Miss Two Two Seven, was she there? Oh, um, I didn't see her there. Yeah, I didn't see her. Don't know. Yeah, she's a family friend. Um, the creator of the original Two Two Seven. Yeah. But yeah, she's a family friend. Because we got there a little late, so like uh, maybe some people may have came came and gone because we got there a little later. Because definitely an older lady, so if she came, she she left already. But yeah, it was nice. It was good times, good good fun, good eats, good happy moments. Like you know, they posted a video of us dancing, and I didn't know I was recording dancing, but it's another. Or y'all dancing? It's another story, but we were out there dancing. Were y'all dancing? Y'all wobbling? Were y'all dancing? Um, so y'all they were wobbling playing. like Roland Martin with Hillary Clinton. Look that video up if you don't. <laughs> oh, you know, so basically, what happened is is that um, uh, the DJ played uh, "Proud Mary" and me and my friend we acted out the scene from "What's Love Got to Do with It" with Tina. Do, 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 the, the whole version, big wheel. We did the whole version. We were dancing and then we, you know, did the. Do, 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 do. We did all the. We were talking about that recently. It's funny yeah. idea. What's love got to do with it? How much of that movie was cap? I say probably 75 to 80% of it up there. It's like, <laughs> looking back, it was yeah. a, lot of, a lot of cap in that movie. <laughs> It was very entertaining and oh, it was, was a movie. I can't yeah, say it was very entertaining. Like historically and... accurate. <laughs> I don't no. know about that. <laughs> and uh high inside, both uh Angela and Lawrence should have won Oscars for their roles. Mm-hmm. They definitely should have won because they did excellent portrayal of Ike and Tina, I felt so yeah, no accurate the Lawrence's of was of Ike, but <laughs> he was good in the movie. We don't know how accurate it was. He was good, he was very good. He was definitely entertaining. <laughs> I don't know how accurate he was of Ike Turner. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> now the older I get, the more I think about how like how we thought these were like um one hundred percent fact, like these biopics, but like <laughs> A lot of them is just like a creative license is what they call it. <laughs> but when you look at biopics now, it's like it does have the fine print of the inspired by true events. Yeah, based on a true story. Yeah. Like, yeah. That 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 open oh, that makes it so much movie It says based on a true that, but this this is this is a fictional story. It's like any real event. They put that disclaimer at the end. Why watch the credits all the way, like past all of the Marvel um post credits bullshit. Watch all of that to the very end when that last script says, like, yeah, it's, like, it's based on it's a fit. The events of this movie are fictional. And these fictional. reality are basically coincidental. It got all of that at the end of every movie. Yeah, so even biopics have that at the end of the movie. That's so they don't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't so happen. It's like, yeah. <laughs> people will see. You're seeing a lot, a lot of people do tell their side. Like, we are uh, like, like, Good example, another great biopic is straight out of Compton, which is why we got the Michelle A response. Michelle because, A. Hey, that's yeah. not what happened. She told her version of yeah, yeah. It's like, which is like with these biopics, they're told like they're the perspective of who's telling the story. And who's telling it? Like yeah. notorious, like Lil Kim has some issues with yeah, the way. Lil Kim, made. like she she spoke out about that, and like, at the time people like roasted her, but she was well with her right. So how you gonna write about me and Big's love life? Like y'all weren't in a bedroom with us. It's like, yeah. Okay. Was like, yeah, like yeah. And then you didn't even ask me. And I'm right. <laughs> and she was like, uh, she um 
took some shots at the Tory Nunn a little bit. It's like, as an actress, why didn't you call me? If you're portraying me, I'm still alive. I'm not dead. Right. Like, call me. Like, hey, I'm playing. You want to give me some tips? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Phone call away. Like, it's just out of respect. You could have done that. Just like, call her. Like, I've like, seen the images of Angela with Tina Turner with her. You know, I've seen the still yeah. shots of her, like, learning the, the dances. Fox, I mean, um, he, he met up with Ray before he died. Like, Ray died before the movie came out. But they mm-hmm. did. It is, they did have conversations before he died because he was playing him, so he sat down and talked to the man. And yeah. uh, which McCall had blessed her before she died. Uh, Aretha Franklin blessed Jennifer Hudson because she wanted Jennifer Hudson to portray her in a movie, and she did yeah, give her blessing. That years, I remember that. She yeah. gave her blessing for uh, Jennifer to play her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but that's if what somebody is still alive, then you should definitely... Still alive, and, and <laughs> the actress didn't even like hit her up saying... <laughs> I'm doing you. Just give me some, yeah, like give me some advice. I just want to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was playing somebody, I definitely would want to pick their brain. <laughs> yeah, like you definitely want to give the audience that authentic perspective yeah. of what the person endured. You definitely like, want it to. It is a whole nother situation if you hit them out and they don't want anything to do with you. That's different. There's like, well, I reached out and that, they told me. Then I got to fill in the blanks, right? I got to. Yeah, I get it. But that didn't happen with little Kim. She said she never heard from the Tory Nunn. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, not like he reached out. I was like, no, fuck you in that movie. Like, that's that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother I thing. I had to reach out. They didn't want to talk to you. So I portrayed it the best to, to the best of my ability. Like that's I filled a- in the blanks and I came up with with my interpretation, like how I interpreted what this person would be. Like if they were presented with the situation, I reacted like how they would react, how I think they would react in that situation. Yeah, I read the the script, read the, um, if they had an autobiography, I read as much as I could about this person. Idiot, man. You read a bunch of so I know like as as much as I can about this person, even though I get to talk to them. Or I watch older interviews from UMTB raps or you know I did that <laughs> I watched stuff like that to try to educate myself as much as you can about that person yeah. but um yeah it's like um uh, we'll be going on the whole thing about biofix but it's all good we never know where the conversation is gonna take us hey we hey the door <laughs> open we, I, I just said Tina's her we did <laughs> well then most of these is um creative license like I said like Malcolm X is like 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 Baines didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spike Lee sure made wasn't a, sure he was a composite of multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> and then Baines like was like a fictional character that was like based on like somebody that Malcolm X had talked to in prison. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the character Baines, yeah, wasn't a person. Yeah. Wasn't a person, yeah. Um, like Rosewood, um, like man, he was man wasn't a uh, yeah. man wasn't a man, and that he because like, the real life was it. So like, um, uh, yeah, it's, it, was, it was no happy ending with that. So <laughs> much more tragic. Fictional version. We got to create this superhero dude. That's why, like, yeah, this myth, mythical superhero cat. It's like yeah, that's why they had to create the man character to like with movies. You want the happy ending. It's like, you want the happy ending. You know, real life is like it was no happy ending to that Rosewood yeah. story. It's like let's just create this superhero. That that saves the day. It's like yeah, and it's get their money until seventy. And they did that at the end. It's like yeah, the, uh, that was the happy ending. Is that they got paid like, out seventy like, years yeah, after the events happened. Yeah, the, um, the city of the, the state of Florida, yeah, paid the Rosewood kid. Yeah, some of them were just small children at the time. They were like young kids, and he's like some of them. They, they got that money, like in their seventies. Now it's like yes, yeah, it was like seventy years later. Yeah. <laughs> So that was the happy ending, which is very unhappy when you actually break it 
That's why but I mean, with you want the happy ending. Be able to tell the story. That's why they have creative license to like make up certain events. Like mm-hmm. Temptations is another one. Like a lot. Like like Dave Rubin probably never said uh, nobody ever came to see you. He didn't. Leon said that was a total ad lib. I saw a video about that. Leon was like that was an ad lib. Breakfast Club, and he talked. To, I heard him talking about that as well too. But it made for great. Because it's one of the most coy lines, like still. And, um, a lot of them did sue, um, like David Ruffin's family sued um, Otis and them, and um, also um, Melvin's mom is like, and uh, Otis's ex. Well, a bunch of them had a suit, but they ended up losing the suit because it's like creative license. They say, hey, it's mm-hmm. like, it's a fictional story it's based on real events. So, like, so they basically, but they did sue Otis and them about that. Shit. And another one that um, that was more like, than what it was uh, that they amped it up was uh, why do fools fall in love like the Frankie Lyman like yes the wives did sue each other try to get his estate yeah, that, was, um, that was cap yeah. Like, yeah they made it more um like what it was is um, what the, like what was based on the real life events is um is um the third the the third they did sue because um the Diana Ross had made Diana a, Ross did a, remake a, yeah. Fools, and they, which is a huge hit. And none of them got anything. It's like, why didn't we see any of that money? It's like, so that's where it um that's and it went like that, more like that. And the third wife ended up dead. Like she's like, if she's still alive, she's still like the executive owns his the right any rights. Yeah, getting royalties off of it, basically. Yeah. yeah. When it came and that and a movie was based on the events of that trial. Yeah. Basically. Right. Like I said, the trial did happen, but they made it more Jerry Springer. Like they made it more, you know. In a way that I'm sure like nothing acted like any of them. Yeah, yeah, it was just really over the top. Like Halle Berry, especially in Vivica Fox, they were really yeah. <laughs> pretty sure she said never said it's a nappy headed woman. <laughs> a nappy headed woman in my pool. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that the, nobody said there's a nappy headed woman in my pool in real life. <laughs> <laughs> We said we get a whole episode inside of this. This is funny. I want to keep going. <laughs> a hot mess, but the 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 fictionalized story is better than the real life thing. So that's why you have to. Real sprinkle. life is dull. That's why, yeah, like telling. You gotta sprinkle in the fun. Telling the story, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, a biopic is not just um, and even documentaries are not just like straight up. You got to tell a story. It's like. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the mundane events, like of this person's life, basically. But like when you're telling a story, is the way you got to tell it, yeah, to get make people. And then the and then the unsung heroes who don't get sung enough, they always give flowers to because hubby does it. I always talk about the editors, how right. it's edited is a yeah. big thing. You have to edit it a certain way, and you make it look like, yeah, because so and so, so and so, and I would never so and so, so and so. And then the, they cut to the scene with the person doing something that they said that they would never do. That's a great edit. You want you want that. Um, the, the the death row documentary we're gonna talk. You about. want that edit? That's what you want. So um, uh, Van Winkle, yeah, that uh, Vanilla Ice, whatever the fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> like he did the interview. I, I think it was on ABC on one of those interviews. He said like, yeah, was sure took me up. We looked over the edge. And like, I had a diaper on. Yeah, diaper on that day. They had me cut to the next day. First of all, Suge Knight never hung me for the balcony. <laughs> hey, like, the way it was edited was just so funny. He like just completely contradicted what he said in that. He didn't. Here's the thing. First he didn't all, hang you per se, se, but he implied that he would hang your ass. That's what I think happened. Suge, it, was, I don't think, it was like it was edited for like comedic value. Yeah, I don't think that Suge honestly hung him, but. 
But I think that he did imply, like, you know what? He implied yeah, to him. Um, re- like I said, once the real story is more boring than, like, the Suge name hung him from, like, Big exactly. Red. Like, Big Red yeah. and Bird. It's, like, it's a better story to tell. In real life, like, they probably did have a conversation in a building, but, like, it said, like, and then some of the guys that died even said that it's, like, hey, Suge name might have hung him from the balcony, but that's not what they, but in real life, like, um, they had to sue Vanilla Ice to get those royalties, like, but yeah. like the lawsuit is way more boring than that. He might have hung him for bad, but that, that's not why he got the money. Like, yeah, they actually took him to court in real life. It's like so. Yeah, he, if he hung him, but he still didn't pay him after that. Right. That we had to actually sue Van Winkle, and like that's how we got the money. <laughs> like, but that's not as exciting. It's like yeah, he took him and said, "Hey, I should have had a diaper on that day." But yeah, but if we know that it's more exciting getting the getting the Hollywood version the fictional version than just okay yeah, but, um, but marion knight versus rob van winkle is in the court the court is, the case is not as exciting as suge knight hung him off a balcony is way more exciting so telling the story that way is just like <laughs> which i'm still surprised they haven't portrayed that in any of these um because suge knight has been featured but they have been with other stories that's why they haven't done a suge knight biopic yet they gotta show that if that's gonna be mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll play Suge Knight, definitely. My <laughs> favorite one. If you don't want the executive producers. <laughs> all, I'm, I'm too, yeah, all in the video. All in the video. <laughs> Where my plug? Okay, bro. <laughs> all in the video. <laughs> I'm the executive producer that they were talking about. <laughs> Faith Evans up there. Faith. Um, Sam Cassell. Was, was Sam Cassell up there? It was with like... You? I think like uh, they had all kinds of like random people that were part of this mess. So funny. <laughs> but biopics aren't one hundred percent accurate. Speaking of um, let's talk about um. These uh, I can't wait till they have this dude's biopic. <laughs> who? When, who? Who the hell is going to tell the Kanye story? <laughs> I can't wait to see a biopic. Kanye is gonna be he's gonna pull an Ali, he's gonna play himself. Yeah. Only one's gonna play Kanye is Kanye. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody loves Kanye more than Kanye. Like Muhammad Ali did that back in the day, like the greatest. It's like a, it was basically a Bobby and like Ali playing himself in the shit. Not talking about the Will Smith movie decades later. So about in the 70s, they did a um a, a, a movie about Ali. He played himself in the shit. It's like, it's like well, he, he could pull up the phone. Howard Stern's like how private part he could pull it off like this. Stern did. He's like, yeah, I'm playing myself. Yeah, yeah I know I'm 40, but <laughs> I wrote with he it. Pulled him in college. He was supposed to be 18, a freshman in college. He obviously was 40. He was 40. Like, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I'm 40 years old, but just go with it. He had to put the disclaimer. <laughs> just go. He was it. obviously 40. Obviously. <laughs> But the Kanye, I mean, because who would play? I don't laugh. I say DC Young. I say Kanye. Don't laugh. Here, boy. <laughs> if we gonna go for ridiculous, this is DC Young fly. Let him be Kanye. Hey, <laughs> right right here, boy. Why the hell not? <laughs> I'm here for the shits. <laughs> if Flash can play Michael Jackson, then. He- <laughs> Why not, man? I'm here for the shits for it. But no, Mr. West or Yeager. We, yeah, like you think we're talking about you think we're talking about the shit from last week. Uh, yeah, that's old news. Is old. <laughs> <laughs> Lives Matter shirt. That's old news. We forgot all about that by this point. <laughs> Kanye just like um 
<laughs> that's so um that's so last week <laughs> the white lives matter so seven days ago yeah that's so why kanye with candace owens in paris <laughs> niggers in paris is so seven days ago at this point <laughs> that's, a, that's a half of a fortnight ago <laughs> fortnight <laughs> that's um <laughs> How long is the fucking score? Like, I know, I think 10 days. Score is 20 years. <laughs> so four yeah. score. Because, yeah, no, we don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> what the fuck Lincoln was talking about in the, the Gettysburg. Seven America. years ago. So four and seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. So whenever the Gettysburg took place, I have to, like, look at the date that that addressed it. But it was talking about 87 years prior to it. So, I mean, I guess he was referencing something that had to do with slavery, I'm assuming. That's what that was a reference he for. Lincoln, it seemed like it was attached to slavery. So that's his legacy is the whole... I'm just going to go with, I'm one. I'm assuming it was like talking about some shit that had to do with slavery. But let's talk about it. Um, first of all, what do you think about Chase? So I'm saying, hey, we don't want your money, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like people are just... I feel like personally, Kanye or Ye or whatever he's calling himself these days, um, I feel like we're watching a ticking time bomb. And a bomb is going to explode at any moment because he's just getting more and more. Like at first, it's like, okay, is this him just, is this him trying to get the world talking about him? But was he actually having episodes? So, like, I'm thinking it's Colin A and Colin B because I think initially, he was doing stuff to garner the attention because Kanye knows how to get attention. He does. But now it's like some of the shit is just seeming like you know what I think? like a mental breakdown, it seems like. You know what I think? What? I think Kanye is trying to see like how far he can go before he actually gets canceled. <laughs> I think Kanye <laughs> wants to get canceled, but he's like, okay, that didn't work. Let's see. Let's, 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 let's kick good. up a notch. It's like, yeah, like he's trying to see like yeah. we'll kick up a notch. Bam. <laughs> Because I said that a week ago, like, I'm not saying Kanye listens to us, but I said, like, Kanye is uncancelable. He's like, hey, like, hold hold my Yeezy. He's trying to see how far he can go. Like, uh, you say I'm (laughs) uncancelable? Let me get cancelled. Let me see how far I can go before I get cancelled. Yeah. I think this I think, is I think he's doing it on purpose and it's strategic. I don't think he's having a moment. I think, yeah. He's trying to see how far he can go. Colin B at this point. I think he's trying to see how far he can go before he gets canceled. Because I'm trying to read, because like I said, I've been around patients, like in my prior job, I had a person who was, I forget what they called it, but this person, they could see demons. They actually saw demons. Mm-hmm. Very, like, when you hear that someone can see demons, you're like, it does make you like, okay, like, what? <laughs> yeah, so I mean. Kanye's case of sees monsters, then. I mean, I'm trying to be sensitive into the fact that, like I said, I have been around like the mental illness. I have been around people that have had mental illness, whether it be manic, um, schizophrenic, um, what's the other one? Bipolar. I've been around that. So Not I'm trying to what, um he was um diagnosed bipolar disorder. Well, bipolar, he was diagnosed he was as being bipolar. At one point. I don't know if he's still on meds, but no, he was on meds for that at one point. Mm-hmm. Bipolar. And like I'm looking at, like I said, initially it did seem like this is just garnering, this is just all an attention ploy. It just seemed like that at first. But now as I'm just like analyzing more things, I'm like. I think it's still some attention seeking, but I think it's some underlying too. I think it's both. I think it's column A and column B. I don't think it's full out just he's having a full on breakdown, but I think that it's a mix 
of both. And when you're using that to fuel the other, it's, that's not a good combination when you're like trying to fuel one with the other. It's Obviously. not a good combination. Just doing this shit on purpose. Just like, um, that can air badly for I'm everyone. Trying to see how far you can go like before he gets canceled. I think that's But I feel, but going back to your original statement about your original question about Chase, I feel like 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 the old expression, all money ain't good money. I feel like they just like, hey. Because we talked about it a week ago with Adidas. <laughs> all money ain't good money. Adidas trying to end their partnership, even though obviously he's their highest seller. But um, like I don't know um whatever became of that is like because so much didn't happen since we talked about that. So I don't know if Adidas yeah. has the end of their partnership, but I know they were talking about. They said they were going to re- reevaluate their reevaluate the relationship, reevaluate. So I don't know whatever happened is like, so he's obviously their biggest seller. Like I said, way more than any of these athletes they got signed. Like, I, I see people in Yeezys all the time. I don't see people in none of those other shoes. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's... But all money ain't good money. So I think that people are becoming more of like a, hey, I'd rather take a loss than deal with some shit. <laughs> I get like that as well, too. Like, not necessarily with shit like what Kanye is doing like just um I'd rather work with um somebody that's um not a head case that's not that's not as talented as the person that thinks they like the gold and then they just like a fucking pain in the ass just like yeah just um unstable just trouble when they're worth yeah exactly radio and I've been around a lot of talented folks and I say I rather sign the motherfucker that's like hard working, but may not be as talented as this person. But you know you can they're reliable. You know they're, they're reliable, just, yeah. With this mm-hmm. other person, they just yeah, hot and cold. It's like yeah, I get rid of the hot and cold person. It's like, yeah. like the whole uh, like how we going back to uh, you said about the Temptations, like David Ruffin, like great singer, David, yeah, great he- singer, like one of the best voices of this, like ever, one of the best voices, and. They decided but, they rather they rather they said replace him with Dennis because Dennis wouldn't bring the headaches. And Dennis yeah. was just yeah, he was a fine singer in his own right, probably not as good as David, but like Dennis had a good voice. Like, yeah, don't look any further. Like he had, yeah, he could sing. I can't get next to you, babe. I can't get next. Yeah, Dennis, like he was just he was a fine <laughs> Papa was a rolling stone. Yeah, like he had some hits. It's like, yeah. yeah, but I mean, we'll get rid of that motherfucker and bring in Dennis. It's like, yeah, because yeah, are you going to want to deal with? I'm coming to shows when I want to come. I'm going to come to rehearsal when I want to come. I'm going to come high. Like, are you to be called David Ruffin in the Temptations? Like, are you dealing with that? And I won't. I won't go on the stage unless you change the name of the group. Which that might have been Cap in the movie, but they they did portray that. It's like, it's David said he wouldn't come on stage until they agreed to change. Until the they changed the name. <laughs> but he did come to that show late in Vegas when he showed up and was Going like, up when they said, "Okay, we are gonna go on." He walked in, so hi, I'm David Ruffin. Hi, I'm David Ruffin. <laughs> then they fired him right after that. <laughs> <laughs> If that happened in real life, that would be funny. So they got back stage. Okay, you're fired. <laughs> fired. <laughs> I'm sure you're fired. I did that. Yeah. But, um. Also, um, Kanye, um, the um, the the anti-Semitic comments, which may or may not have been anti-Semitic. I gotta be careful with my words on this podcast because we see like <laughs> those in power do got the power. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't make certain comments about certain people. Certain, I mean, the same, like, yeah, like certain. Like, let's let's go on. A, let's get on my soapbox right now. It was like 
how like every any other group like they got there they have their soldiers out there like fighting for them it's like <laughs> like let us drop the the f word that rhymes with maggot on this podcast we yeah. can let's let's talk about let's say what kanye said like the um the killed what i don't know what he said but yeah like i'm not gonna repeat what the, yeah we're not gonna repeat that that is like yeah or like yeah let's talk about um Let's use the wrong pronouns with the trans community, but but you can say nigga as much as you want on this podcast, and nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> well, 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 well. Our people are just like, yeah, oh, just look the other way. All these other groups, like yeah, you you, you splatter them, they coming uh, for you. Yeah. Don't you know that we invite everybody to a cookout? <laughs> to the fictional cookout. Them to the Everyone cookout. invited to a fictional cookout. This fictional cookout, yeah. <laughs> But since we did bring up Kanye, and you, know, like, white, you, you, you could say you could be an old white man and tell somebody that if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. It's still- <laughs> That's what our people are sometimes. <laughs> He's invited to the cookout. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed low key. At that. <laughs> I did laugh. Yeah. I did. It was stupid. It was dumb. But let's, um, let's talk about my we, breakfast cup brethren, yeah, because they did. That's not the first time that happened when Hillary Clinton was on. Here's how the whole conversation went, which is funny. It's like they talking about what yeah, you get, what do you usually carry? You know, regular shit said hot sauce, and then they said, Oh, and then Charlemagne said, You know, black people are gonna say that you pandered him by saying that. And she said, You know what she said. Is it working? Is it working? I know I saw that and I was like, <laughs> and nobody checked her for that shit either. I, I, and that's why your ass lost. <laughs> that's why your ass lost. And then fast forward four years later, and then Biden said, You ain't black. So, like, yeah, I can't wait for the 2024. Like, what they gonna do on Breakfast Club? Yeah, <laughs> See, thing, like, stop, they're gonna say something dumb every year on the breakfast. That's my thing. Stop pandering to black people Just, because, yeah. um, where people and like I said, I know like a person that I would open that I want, like I'm put this out there, Candace Owens, talk on our podcast. Hey. I want you to come and talk because I want to have a real conversation with you because I feel like she's smart, but I feel like she sells too much into the I have a black friend, so I'm not racist. Don't let people make you become the black friend that's not right ra- because something I'm a, um I don't can- be that. I'm gonna admit this publicly for the first time right now. Was like I read Candace's book. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Like just like yeah, she had she released a book last year. I read it. I haven't. And it was some good points in there. Yeah, it's like and that's the thing that I say. Like everything that she the, said, um, she's the, not wrong about. Yeah, it's like the pro-Trump bullshit. Like I, yeah, I'm not feeling that. But like she does make a lot of good points about. She does because about lack of lack of fathers is like more destructive in the black community and like police brutality like I, what mm-hmm. yeah, she, she makes some good points about that yeah because <laughs> it could be a correlate it could be a correlation between if it's an absent father and then what happens like how the people turn out like that's it's a direct correlation i'm not saying that all people who have an absent father are going to end up that's not the case but the risks are higher because mm. it does take two like you got it takes a community to raise a child it does it takes a community it does you need a strong support system but um, the video that I'm talking about is when Candace gave like her point about her rebuttal about why she wore the uh, White Lives Matter. Yeah, she did on her podcast. She um, and I watched I, that I clip. Checked, I, I checked out the whole episode of that. Yeah, she has. I watched that clip of her talking about the black that she doesn't want to be part of the black culture because it's full of perversity and you know she went to a whole spiel. And my That's thing that I you ain't cancel me, she's like, I want to be canceled from that shit, which I kind of I kind of get what she says, just and, the way you say it is all fucked up. And this that. was my response. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I listened to all that. So people are like, yeah, but she's right though. I'm like, 
if that's what you think black culture is, you don't know what black culture is. Black that's culture not, is not. That's not really black culture. That's that's rap, not black culture. Culture, I would say, but it's not. Black really. culture is not being able to rap the words to a Wu Tang song. Black culture is not being able to fry chicken. Black culture is not being able to dance. Black is that's not black culture. That's, <laughs> you said what? Oh, <laughs> that's black. That's stereotype. You got, you got an ill crossover. That's not black. Yeah, that's not black culture. My thing is. When you when you lean into that like that, you're no better than the white people who stereotype us as that. And my thing that I say black culture is black culture is taking lemons and making lemonade. Black culture is being presented with all these obstacles in front of you, but yet it's still, you still succeed and rise above that. Above it. I agree with that. that. Give um and give you the scraps that you get the scraps. You turn that shit into soul food. You make soul that's black culture. Black culture is you can afford the least amount of opportunity, the least resources, but yet and still you become a billionaire. LeBron James, you still became a billionaire. That's you black culture. Grew up um, on welfare in the hood, but you became with a single a single teenage mom on welfare, yeah. But on welfare, but you're still a billionaire. You grew up to be a billionaire. Yeah. And you raise your friends and you raise your crew around you. Yeah. They they Maverick and uh, Maverick, uh, football, like, like, yeah. mm -hmm. you raise you elevate your crew. Mm -hmm. That's what black culture is taking the bare minimum and making something great. That's what black culture is to me. Aside from all that, you can dance, you can no, that's not black culture. Mm -hmm. So let's stop with the whole cookout thing. That's just my thing, that's my soapbox. So when you do that, that's what you 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 live in the stereotype. So if a white person be like, "Hey, do you know Tyrone?" and then you like, "I don't know Tyrone," because we've all been in that situation where like white people sort of just because y'all both black in a mostly white space, you guys know each other. I've been in that situation more than once, and I'm like, I don't know them. And Candace <laughs> also spoke about with Kanye because um, it's been like. <laughs> TMZ, like you know, like they talk, they spread. They like said that she was um acting as Kanye's chief advisor, and she spoke out about that. It's like saying that um, uh, let me read like in my Candace Owen voice. <laughs> all black people, all black people are. <laughs> I had no idea I'd be wearing the T-shirt until I arrived in Paris to guest to Gay's fashion show. I'm grateful to have been side side for such an iconic moment and fostered such a must-needed national conversation. Also, patently false the idea that I'm working for Yeah as an advisor, or have any made any calls on his behalf. If it isn't clear, Yeah and I have only spoken. I would say Yeah has never had any problems speaking out on his own. Like so, she said that end of quote. Like no, but Candace Owens was terrible right there. <laughs> 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 I want you to your candy sauces, okay? <laughs> but she did say that, yeah, that she um, uh, she's wow. She said she's not an advisor, basically. Yeah, but I'm not an advisor, and we not cool like that. She's like, yeah, like I, I met him. I know him in passing. Yeah, yeah we know we kind of know each other. But he's I'm an associate, not. but we ain't anything he's saying is on his own. Like I'm not uh, yet. <laughs> he's an associate, so I ain't going to his house for cookouts. Basically, <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't getting back to his cookouts. We've known, what and we've known that since uh, like, at least 05. Like yeah, with the George Bush doesn't care about black <laughs> Kanye don't have a problem speaking his own he mind. Like, he's like yeah, like, you don't need um Candace Owens to tell him what to say. Like, Kanye is gonna say what he's gonna put. Kanye going Kanye. All this stuff. Is Kanye himself like yes? Yeah, so, yeah. He's not being influenced by her. Kanye been saying shit like this, like mm -hmm. wearing a Trump hat. It's like he been saying shit like this. It's like, yeah. and that's just my thing about her. Like some stuff she's right on, but like when she goes and she tries to, she tries a little too hard to act like, like race. Like yes, like racism isn't. She does it all more. 
I think mostly for um, I'm not well, I'm, I'm not going to just accuse her, but um, a lot of his financial gain is like she has, exactly. I was I, I was about to say that like, like she like, yeah. she leads too much into like oh racism doesn't exist it's in your head and it's like racism is still uh, here it's I'm not. A- it's, it's not overt. As a as a capitalist, I get it. Like I'm it's I'm not cap- overt. Racism is not overt as it I, was. As a capitalist, I get what she's doing. She's doing it because she's her audience is gonna hear that shit. It's like she starts saying like the um uh, uh she might she would lose viewers and shit. Yeah, she's doing for her pockets. Yeah, like, you saw I, what happened when she said that the uh Super Bowl halftime show was lit. They heads blew up. How could you like that that filth, <laughs> that misogynistic music? Rap music is misogynistic. It's this that, that gangster rap. <laughs> that and she was like this. She was like shit. Dog. I grew up on this. That's what she was like. Shit. I grew up on Mary J and Snoop Dogg. And this is all just from the hood. People don't realize. That. Yes. <laughs> she said shit. And then them people told her. And then you see that ever since that happened, she distanced herself from that. You ain't gonna see her being like. Uh, uh, uh. You ain't gonna see her crip walking to Snoop Dogg. You ain't gonna see that. No, no, no. <laughs> she ain't gonna mess up her sponsors. No, no, no. But um, with her, I, mean, I, mean, I get like, it. It's like a whole movement toward, like, with um, it's a whole like, I won't say new movement, but it's just, I guess, gaining steam now with just black conservatives online. Oh yeah, the Blexit. That's what they called it. The Blexit. Blexit. Yeah, yeah like his Kerr, like um, Herschel Walker. Or Herschel Walker. We're gonna talk about his ass. <laughs> Herschel Walker. You got um the, the Hodge twins. It's like a bunch of them, like where they got like, and they all got followings. Um, ABL is yeah. they all got followings. They make people comfortable with being like, if I'm suddenly racist, i.e., Miss Morello from Everybody Hates Chris. If I'm a suddenly racist person, then I'm very comfortable about being around black people like that because I can lean on. Like, if I start feeling like. You know, something I'm saying is kind of questionable, but then they validate me. It's like, oh, see, they say they agree with me. So that means that I'm not. It's like, no, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you still are. But I definitely feel off. sorry for the people of Georgia because, like, you got Herschel Walker on one side and you got Raphael Warnock on the other side. <laughs> they both clowns me. <laughs> Bottom line is uh stop doing damn if you know it on that side. <laughs> pick your poison. <laughs> Walker, Raphael Warnock, pick your poison on that. that stop uh, pandering to black people, stop pandering to poor people. <laughs> Just yeah. stop pandering because like people pander to poor people. Yeah, an ex-football player and a fake ass pastor is like you gotta pick your poison. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I feel sorry for the folks in Georgia that gotta vote for Senator right now. <laughs> I'm glad we're not in Georgia because that's the train, Rick. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but um what else did Kanye? I haven't watched the Drink Champs interview. That's why I don't want to comment on that yet. I, I haven't like, watched that either. Cause I haven't watched it, and I said he made some comments about George Floyd, which I've just been seeing the headlines. I've been seeing the. I've been seeing that. I just recently saw the headline about the whole George Floyd with Kanye, and which is like that's um that's not really news. It's like that's what the defense um that was their argument. That was their argument. Yeah, um, yeah. Like he could have died because of Chauvin's knee, but um. He could have died because all the fentanyl he had in his system is like that's what the um, defense is presented like during the trial. Is like duh, the defense is trying to get their trying to get their, uh, their client off. Chauvin off, yeah. The defense was, is great uh, trying to get their client yeah, off. So, like, but like a lot of people didn't watch that trial anyway, so they this is new. Like the average person, like, like to me, I'm like that was the whole defense's case right there. That was their case. 
because you want to minimize them, but the fentanyl could have killed them. So, like, if you're not, you want to get your person off. If you like, the goal is to get Johnny Cracker, yeah, like the glove. If it doesn't fit you, the goal is to get your people off. Or if you can't get them off, get as little time as possible. And it's and it's Jay Z's first album. It's called Reasonable Doubt. That's Reasonable Doubt. It's like, yeah, like, okay, yeah. Uh, if you just have this much doubt that the fit is, them, you gotta quit. Like, that's this what is they all would- the doubt that you need. You see yeah. that little speck? That's the doubt. That's all the reasonable doubt you need. You need one person to say, you know what? Maybe one, one juror this way. Maybe yeah. it didn't happen like that. You need one, just one. Because that's what they're out twelve. One out of twelve. Like we saw that video it was horrible. But look at the toxicology report. He had all this fentanyl. Like, yeah, so. He would have died anyway, and that's may have been what killed. That's what they were presenting, like the um the defense, like that was their whole defense, like throughout the trial, was that it was the fentanyl. But um the jury just wasn't going for that. They we wasn't going for that. The jury said we saw the video. We that's saw the video because <laughs> even and then even sorry, I'm not a lawyer. I don't profess to be one, but even like with having a high level of fentanyl, you have a high level of fentanyl already in your system. Somebody puts you in an extremely traumatic situation, and you're you're panicked. You're and with his behavior, you could tell that Joy Floyd wasn't normal. You could tell he was on so yeah, you're, you're panicked. Watch the um the full body cam video, mm-hmm. not the um the viral cell cam video. Yeah. Watch the full video right from the beginning. He was um acting bizarre, like right. But you put somebody in that well, that's already, already in the situation. Combined with um Chauvin and the other cops' actions. You put them in that situation. So anxiety level in that, yeah, like of course it's gonna raise it, exactly. So yeah. whereas, you know, I may have just had a normal episode and I may have come down from it, but now you put me in an extremely stressful, anxiety-filled situation. I've never been on fentanyl, but if it makes you paranoid like that, yeah, you're already paranoid. So that, yeah. just, and then the cops like trying to, yeah, restrain, you just raises your level of paranoia. Yeah, yeah. anxiety and just, mm-hmm. so. Well, yeah, like, right, so like Kanye's not spitting anything new, like that's was the defense that was the, the the defense of Chauvin's like attorneys and then like but then he gave money to George Floyd's family and Kanye gave money to George Floyd's family it's like what? <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that's what they said I, th- I think they said he gave money to like the family or something he was one of the celebrities who gave money he might have I don't know yeah so it's like I don't know that's why I said he's he's all over the place at I this also point. haven't watched Candace Owens' documentary about BLM that just dropped too like I haven't seen yeah it. I saw that I saw the um premiere I the trailer I haven't watched the um the the doc yet and I, I watched the trailer and what it looks like in the just because just um I said just ignore the title because a lot of times people lie get, ever told I think is what it's called it says George Floyd George Floyd the greatest lie ever sold that's the name of the documentary yeah. and if you just look at that title it's very it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and a lot of people won't even give it a chance. But then, when I looked at the trailer, like the, tra- the the doc has nothing. It has very little to do with George Floyd. It does. When I looked at the trailer, the trailer looked very intriguing, and I because I think I'm gonna watch it. I think I'm gonna watch the doc when I get a chance. The trailer it seemed very um like her opinion seemed very objective. So much she was just trying to literally just, and that's what I like. Follow the fact. Follow the money, it seems like. I just want to pull facts. I don't want... They took in over $80 million where that money is. That's what uh, the trailer is. That's what the doc seems like is about that. Yeah, Yeah, it just seemed like she actually was going and actually pulling real facts and stuff. And like I said, I know firsthand about... Well, not me personally, but I mean, I know about looking at stuff. Marcus is an accountant. He does this for work. He does audits on things. He has to audit people. So if somebody is saying that they're getting this much money and 
where's this money going? Mm-hmm. Where's this money going? Yeah, and that's what it seems like is about. But um, it seemed very objective. It didn't Candace seem... Owens and the title, like, is spicy. yeah, the title is very. Won't even give it. But now I got that's on my watching list. Like, I gotta watch some. Um, Me too. Watch Candace's doc, and I gotta watch um the Drink Champs, the latest one with Kanye. It looked very objective. I said because that's why I just want the facts. I don't care about opinions. Right, that's about... all about facts. Like I said, we. I don't care about that. I'm all about like I filter out the noise, is what I call it. Mm-hmm. It's like just the facts, like John McClane said to the. I'm on. Uh, I'm a bar from Will Smith in that movie where his accent was bad. Tell the truth. I want the truth. That's what I want. I want the yeah, truth. Just give me the truth. Dragnet. I think Joe Friday when that yeah, like you said, just the facts. Too. <laughs> just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. No, McClane said it in Viehar. I think that was um <laughs> Dragnet from back. It was a nod, yeah, like the Easter egg for Dragnet, probably. Believe that's not old, so I don't know if I think that was a dragnet line. <laughs> Sorry, boomers. Dragnet was law and order before law and order <laughs> with Joe Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, ironically, I think like that was Dick Wolf's favorite show growing up. Was why makes sense, and even the makes way sense. they started off because Dragnet had their little disclaimer too, like, yeah. It said, like, the following stories are real. Like, yeah, the, the, the names have changed to protect the innocent. Yeah, Just like, yeah. hey, like, <laughs> the city of New York, you have two um, distinct fucking, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the criminal justice system, especially yeah, based on the case. Yeah, the criminal justice yeah, you have you have two distinct, yeah, the, the, the law do prosecute, <laughs> like said, the law will investigate, and um, and the decision charge officer prosecutes the offenders. These are their stories. Boom, <laughs> boom. So even that, mm-hmm. up, yeah. So it makes sense that he grew up watching. It does make sense. <laughs> even though he started his show off the same way Dragnet did, <laughs> but um, I think I'm done with all of this mess. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah, the, it's other stuff to talk about. But we got damn near a whole episodes about Kanye, Candace Owens, and um, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. We got a whole damn near <laughs> all of that. <laughs> um. Let's talk about more, um, like, um, since we stand in the conspiracy theories and just oh, the tomfoolery. Um, you heard about, um, do you, are you familiar with Alex Jones at all? Do you know who that is? The name sounds vaguely. Very, um, vaguely notorious, familiar. a controversial right-wing conspiracy theorist, yeah. Okay, because yeah. the name sounds vaguely familiar. He ran the InfoWars um, channel, which is now shut down because obviously they got him the fuck out of there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so, um, but Alex, you know, for years, he'd been saying, you remember the Sandy Hook school shooting? He had been yeah. saying that was a hoax for like years. Well, <laughs> the parents of those children, and they, they put a class action suit. Yeah, okay, that's where I know his name. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I, like, I know I know the they, name. Like, they, yeah. they, they ruled against him a $1 billion settlement against him with a B, a billion dollar settlement. You know, this dude ain't got nowhere near a billion dollars. So yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out, but I had to say, I got to talk about that shit. Because, <laughs> Sandy, if I'm not mistaken, these kids were what, like first graders? Yeah. It was about 10 years ago, that shooting, that Sandy Hook shooting. Um, I have a second grader now, so I know the pain of having a child that young. And have you watched the sign and you got some nut just on the internet saying, like, yeah, those are, those are paid actors. Like, the yeah, like, say you were an actor that like, you played, the parents are acting. Those, it was, it was the school, the shooting was a hoax, and the, the grieving parents are actors. Like, you lost your kid, and they said you're an actor. <laughs> so that's why they hit him with the suit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if somebody said I was an actor in that situation and you're going to see this acting, I'm about to act a fool on your ass right now because that never how happened. dare you? How dare you do that? Like, are we that are we that much in this world where like we think that like people are trying to talk about like the Uvalde shooting like that? It's like these are innocent children who were killed because some nut came in there and shot somebody. Mm-hmm. So why are we yeah. Like, come on. Like, it, it is nuts. Speech, but at the same time, you gotta, yeah, come on. <laughs> you gotta be smart. You can't just say that something was didn't happen. And you're making yeah. <laughs> you're making an unfounded claim. That's the problem. It's an unfounded claim. Mm. Where is the receipts about these people being actors? Yeah. Where's the receipts about these children? Like. You can look up and you can see death records on people. You can see that. You can pull a death records. You can pull a death certificate. When you die, you get a death certificate. You get a birth certificate. You get a death certificate. So you can pull all these death certificates and see if these were real children who died. Bottom line is, yeah, just free speech. Shut up. Bottom line is shut up when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's the bottom line. With a billion dollars if you say some shit without being able to back it up. <laughs> have deep that's about have deep pockets if you want to talk stupid shit have deep pockets because you're gonna need it yeah. you're gonna need it so best of luck to him not really with this <laughs> million dollars yeah it's a wrap for his ass yeah but um thoughts and players going out to brandy yeah, I saw that. Uh, said that she was hospitalized for seizures. Like, I still don't have all the story. I swear, like, the headlines on TMZ, but mm-hmm. yeah. And I saw it on Shade Room, too. So, I mean, I don't know what is happening or what's going on with Brandy, but I do, you know, wish that she, wish her a speedy recovery. And I do wish people would give her her privacy because um, for you to have seizures, it's like maybe she could be epileptic and we just never knew because a lot of people are epileptic and do have seizures. Like I know several people that are epileptic and they occasionally have seizures, but it's not something that they'd be like, yeah, I mean, you know, they just don't advertise like that, but they, you know, they keep that private. So I'm hoping that whatever health crisis that she's going through, I'm hoping that she, you know, recovers and that people give her her privacy. That's what I'm hoping. Like to a speedy recovery for there's nothing worse than like you're trying to heal and you know you know how I feel about that. Also, best of luck in a speedy recovery to um Hall of Famer NBA legend Dikembe Mutombo. Oh you no, know, um he's um going under for um he's having brain surgery for tumors. Yeah, so tumors. so um the whole NBA community I've been seeing reaching out to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, Matumbo, he's a good dude. Like, he's not just a ball player. He's like a humanitarian. He does a lot for his. Yeah, he does a lot. He's, yeah, he's very active. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, Matumbo with the brain tumors. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you go in there and start cutting away pieces of your brain, it's, it's scary. We had a cousin that had surgery. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it can be a scary experience. It can be. When she first came out, when she was having memory lapses, you remember that? She case? was, yeah. She had some memory lapse. Like she went back and oh, with reference back in time to stuff that happened like 30, 40 years ago. Like, yeah. 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 But wishing him 
a speedy recovery because we need. I love the uh, the Geico commercial where he <laughs> blocked the Siri, like slaps the Siri. Not today. <laughs> and the cereal box, he just slaps it and just explodes the cereal box. Because yeah. mommy again, mom was like, why is he? I said, that's what trouble. He blocks shots. That's his whole spiel. He, he would um, wag the finger after he blocked it. Because mom didn't know what was going on. She was like, why is he doing that? Which is um, a hilarious. <laughs> Jordan, when Jordan dunks on him and Jordan gives him. Jordan does the finger wag. Of course, they give Jordan a tech, but that was still, it was well worth it, that tech. Well, yeah. Oh, it was all in fun. He should have got a tech. Yeah, all the fun, all the fun. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And uh, do you see about Ben Gordon, former Chicago Bull? I did see about, I mean, like, yeah, we can stay in the um, sports uh, thing now. There's a lot going on as far as sports. Wow. Because I saw that and yikes. Like, it just, it didn't look good. Like, I didn't see the video of what, obviously, what they said, but they said that he uh, punched his 10-year-old son. About, yeah, assaulting his son. I saw that. And the thing is that that's why you have to not, comment until you know the full story because initially i said when they said he for um discipline or something they, they, they minimize it in the title they said something like that about what happened i saw initially people were saying well kids these days just need a good butt whooping like, like old niggas think that um everything is um but vi- the answer to everything is violence for old niggas because going back to your slave roots who did i say that out loud I got my ass whooping. I turned. No, you didn't turn out fine. You have problems expressing your emotions. You're very passive aggressive. You have a lot of issues with expressing yourself. So you did not turn out fine. No, you didn't. But, <laughs> but uh, when people were saying that, and then but then when the whole story came out saying that this boy got punched, Chloe like punched. And I haven't seen a video, but um, is I'm sure there's a video out there of what really happened. And think about like athletes are. Guys who are big and size like, and in shape, six three, like two ten or two twenty, like he's, he's not a little man. It's These like, are guys that are big and in shape. Mm-hmm. And you punch a child, a ten year old is a child. That's mm-hmm. in the they said he he punched him. So yeah, what type of discipline is that? Punching someone, punching a child in the face is not discipline. Oh, that's just not. <laughs> That's not discipline. It's not. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was reported that Ben Gordon does have, like, I mean, he's, isn't he diagnosed with bipolar? I think that he was diagnosed. I know he had something um, going on, which is what ended his basketball career. I forget. It was something like that, though. Because yeah. I read his article when he broke down about, like, you know, how at one point I think he felt, even felt suicidal, like depression was making him feel suicidal. And I read, like, an article about, like, basically what goes through people's heads. So, like, even, you know, even though, like I said, you're having fun, the internet saying that so-and-so's career, like they're a scrub, and you know, you're having fun going in, talking about people. But it's like these words can hurt, and this person may be borderline suicidal, and then you get a thousand comments in one day about that, you know, you're worthless. And you can say that words don't matter, that you know you're tough as nails. And there's everybody, everybody claims to be tough as nails until someone says something that triggers you the wrong way. Everybody is badass, un, unfazed, unbothered by everything until it happens to them, until somebody says something that triggers you and triggers your trauma, triggers you. 
pretty much. Everybody has a threshold. Everybody has one. Yours just may be more than someone else's, but everybody has a line that shouldn't be crossed. Everybody does. So, but hoping that it's a resolution with that because child abuse and neglect things can get very, very nasty with stuff. So, yeah, I'm hoping that it's a, hoping it's something positive that comes out of that for him. Wow. Um, you hear about um, Jalen Rose's sister in the mom's house. You hear about that story? No. What happened with Jalen Rose? I saw that he did horrible on Celebrity Jeopardy, but that's all I saw. <laughs> Basically, um, what's going on? I give the um, clip notes version. This could be running mm. for a long time. It's like, yeah. For time's sake, yeah. Jalen's sister is... um. And then she's living in their mom's house who recently died. And like, but Jalen is trying to sell the house. It's like, yeah. So but mm. here's the thing. Jalen bought the house, you know, like NBA player, like you go, um, you, you buy your mom a house. Like yeah. your mom a house. That's, that's the first thing that people yeah, use. Typically. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the sister, a lot of people it's causing online, like people are divided on this saying, um, well, Jalen, he bought the house. So if he wants to sell us his right and then, so on the other side of with uh, siding with the sister, we had how you gonna sell his mama's house and all of that, yeah. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, the sister's currently living there, Jalen's trying to sell it. Mom recently, what I think it. is <laughs> with all stuff, get your business affairs in order before you die, <laughs> have your uh power of attorney, have your executor of your will, have all your shit in order because. When you die, you can't be like, yeah, well, I want the, because the mom may have wanted the sister to get the house, or she may have, like, it may have been, but. But if Jalen, what is Jalen's name on the deed? Is he on the deed? Is he on the, like, yeah, like, you get your shit in order. Like, that's my line that I say. Get your stuff in order. Like, hire the necessary people. Get all your stuff in order so you can decide how your, how your estate or whatever should be divided. Everybody needs to do that. Like people, like I say, especially with them, I say like they have money. Like, I mean, Jalen Rose, like he's a basketball, he was a basketball player. He's on TV. And in the NBA, he's still on TV now. Probably still millions. Yeah, so he's getting money. So, I mean, that was something that needed to be taken care of. That's my opinion. But since it wasn't clearly taken care of. I don't know what her financial status is either. So don't know that yeah it doesn't look like it was taken care of so my thing is um unless it was um like i'm not sure what the relationship is between sister and brother like i said in our family we're close but every family isn't close we know that everybody just isn't close with their sibling but it's like you need to have an understanding like if you know your sister's situation she doesn't have a lot of money like it is kind of bogus out there like if you do like okay i'm gonna leave and displace her and leave her homeless but i mean if it's a real conversation that occurred ahead of time like what type of conversation like it's not enough it's not enough information i have to like give an educated you know what i mean like i want more context i want more clues i saw a video that's been um from her instagram that's been going viral about her just going off about Jalen rose like selling a mama's house that's what i've been seeing mm-hmm. Because um, I mean, what was the agreement? That's what I said. Stuff needs to be put in play. What was the agreement? Like, mm-hmm. if she was living there, like, 
we can say like obviously like I said Jalen rose up a certain age so like his mom was of a certain age so she was an elder she was elderly yeah. usually elderly people have illnesses they have like usually a lot of elderly people it passes from natural causes so she was a person who died because of natural causes um the daughter may have moved in and been like her caregivers. I, I think that's what the arrangement was from what I've been reading. That the, the sister was living there like before yeah, the, the caregiver. Like, mm -hmm. that so, if, so if that's the case, then if she was living there as a caregiver, like we always say, um, yes, being a caregiver is a hard job and not nearly are people compensated to what they should be if you are a caregiver. But seemingly people who have money and i'm not being mean when i say this but it's like the person who's living there doing the day-to-day -day stuff it's like i'm living here it's like but i'm paying all the bills yeah. it's like yeah you need both to color both need to be both need to happen for this thing to work because you do need somebody in there taking care of the day-to-day -day stuff but you also need money to take care of that so well, both things bit of that in our family you, you know the situation yes I'm both things need to exist so like so, the person so who's writing the check generation we saw that happen yeah so the person who's writing the check is just thinking like i'm right i'm spending all the money but it's like you're not you're just writing a check you're mm -hmm. not here when mom is like when i have to like change her uh change her depends yeah. at two o'clock in the morning you're not here doing that and both um are necessary, like you said. Yeah. And I said both have to work. Both have to, you need both for this to work. So I'm not saying that one outweighs the other, but both of them need to be able to come together and come to some sort of agreement. That's why I say I need more, more input, more context about the whole situation before I just go and say that, you know, like she's right or he's right. It's like. Bottom line, get your shit in order before you die. Bottom line, that's the what you need to do because definitely you avoid situations like that. Mm. <laughs> well, there it is. Not another damn podcast. Two eighty one. Whole lot we went to on that one. Yeah, yes. <laughs> all over. From fake cookouts to <laughs> Kanye being Kanye <laughs> to biopics being Cap. <laughs> it's like a lot happened there but appreciate you supporting us you want to support us further you know what to do give us a like also subscribe share rate review on all your platforms some on apple podcast spotify tune in soundcloud iheart tlc talk radio what's good tasha hey tasha youtube and your amazon alexa devices and you can follow me at Ozman the wizard on instagram twitter and tiktok oz radio on snapchat and facebook as well you know how i do it and you can check me at msimh626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-C-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-C-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.